You are listening to DSA Today, a monthly podcast from the UK Direct Selling Association. We will be providing all of the relevant news, research and insights from people and companies who operate in the direct selling industry. This is the industry that gives people access to a useful extra income or an entirely new career. This is the DSA Today podcast and your host is David Lilly. Welcome to the March 2018 edition of the Direct Selling Today podcast. This is the regular audio production from the UK Direct Selling Association, otherwise known as the DSA. My name is David Lilly and I'm the host of this monthly podcast. And in this edition, I'm delighted to bring you yet another diverse insight into one of the respected organizations that operate in the global direct selling arena. My guest on today's show is the vastly experienced Roz Simmons of a company called Monat Global. Roz is the Managing Director of Monat Global for both the United Kingdom and the EU. I started my interview with Roz by asking her about her own career background in the direct selling sector. Okay, well, um, yes, I I have been in um, the cosmetics industry for, gosh, over 30 years, and in fact, it is quite funny. When I joined the DSA board probably over 10 years ago, um, I think some of the other board members, and they'll smile when they hear this, referred to me as the retailer. And that's predominantly because I didn't have a traditional direct selling background in terms of I've never been in the field. Uh, I'd never worked for a direct selling company per se. My background had been in product development, marketing and brand building for companies such as The Body Shop, uh, which is where I got my first taste of direct selling, um, I then moved to the Virgin Cosmetics Company and was very proud to be a founder and a director at 30. That was I, that's sort of my the thing I look back and think, gosh, I'm really proud that I, I managed to, to be in the right place at the right time, certainly. And I joined there as marketing director um, and really worked my way up to um, chief executive officer. And um, had an amazing time at Virgin Cosmetics. Um, we 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 were we won quite a lot of DSA awards, which was always lovely. But very proud of the products we developed and the relationships that we we built. We did a management buyout actually from the Virgin Group, and then um, a couple of years later, actually we were made an offer by a German company and sold the company. Um, and then I did take some time out of the industry. And in truth, probably hated being outside of the industry and realized that I needed to get back in. So um, I did join uh, an American company at the time, very heavy MLM company, which was great experience for me because I probably had been the softer side of party plan at Virgin, even though whilst I never thought we were multi-level, we, we definitely had a very multi-level plan. It paid out wide and deep. Um, so yes, my background in a nutshell love the cosmetics health and beauty industry um but have also been in very multi-channel organizations of retail spas i've run e-commerce and obviously direct selling which is probably where my heart is best placed well that's a very impressive curriculum vitae cv ros brands like body shop and virgin and various different roles so tell me more about the company that you're working with now monat global Yes. Well, the company I'm at now, um, I was headhunted for this role last year, and um, Monate Global is a relatively new kid on the block. Um, It's only been going since 2014, and the company was set up 
really from the brainchild of the Erdenetta family. Um, the, the main guy, Senor Luis, he um, had actually been a promoter. Originally, originally, 30 odd years ago, he'd been a promoter for quite a well-known company in South America. And it is a bit of one of those stories of, you know, from, from different things that happened in South America, him and his family had to move. And they moved to the States, literally with a suitcase, and had to start all over again. Um, and they did build a company uh, that still exists called Ludine, a very successful company. And he felt that the opportunity with his son, Ray, who's the chief exec, he, they, they realized that there was a real gap in the market in direct selling for basically a company to go into hair care. The hair care market they felt was quite an untapped one. And, um, but bigger than that, they really wanted to build a company, uh, and it's, it is always cliche to say, but it's so true with this company, all around investing in those people around them and helping them achieve their dreams. Um, Senor Louise talks about not just dreaming big, but dreaming bigger, you know, really allowing people to dream about things they never expected they would achieve. And the company culture is such that it's very family orientated. Um, the, the company basically started, as I said, in 2014, and they enlisted the help of um, a guy called Stuart McMillan, who is the president now. He is actually my boss. He's a really smart guy. And he He's had a lot of global experience in other companies, um, and he really helped them redefine their compensation plan, creating operational excellence. But at the same time, he, he has put together uh, a senior executive team, of which I'm very proud to be part of. Um, and when I went over there, when I joined in November, I went over and we went out to dinner, and I looked down this table and thought, my gosh, I truly, even though I've been with amazing people at Virgin and at Body Shop, I had never actually been in, um, in such an experienced executive team. So hats off to Stuart on, on that front for, for pulling us all together. And we're all really nice people as well, so enjoy being with each other. But the company um, has had really quite very fast success. Uh, last year, it achieved just shy of 300 million US dollars. They did 297, I think it was, um, in North America alone. Um, debt-free, which is really commendable in this day and age, doing debt-free right from the start, and really is now going into global expansion. So, yes, I'm their, I'm their first person that they've taken from taken on board from outside of North America, and my role is to uh, not just obviously launch in the UK, but into Europe as well. So uh, we have head, head offices in Milton Keynes, uh, we have our warehouse in Northampton, and yeah, we've we're, we're, we're sort of got a lot to do, but all exciting stuff. As I say, the company values are really important, um, and that was one of the reasons that really attracted me to the company, not just, not just the people that were there who I could see were very credible, but I love the products. I, I'm actually, as you can tell from my background, a real sort of, I would say product connoisseur, it might be a bit too extreme, but I love products, and when I was approached, the first thing I said is, okay, send me some product, thinking, yeah, I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like it. And anyway, they sent me the products and 
tried them and I'm like, oh, actually, they're really, really good. Um, so combined with product, great people and, and um, the culture for me was very important. I do feel as though I have gone full circle and gone back home. It feels very, very similar to the culture that we had at Virgin Cosmetics. What a fascinating insight, Roz. It sounds very much to me like you've stuck around the look-good, feel-good industry. And when we look at Monet Global, to have got to 300 million turnover since 2014, that's staggering. Now, would it be fair for me to say that you are one of the few companies in direct selling that actually seem to totally specialise on hair care? Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And I think, you know, for bigger than bigger than also that, the fact that there's a gap in the market, which helps. One of the things, um, actually, one of my sales director really has sort of educated me because for years and years and years, I've been talking about and selling in anti-aging skincare. And it is the most bizarre thing. And I've been saying this to so many people that I've always said skincare doesn't stop at the neck. It continues <laughs> under your body. But bizarrely, I have never said skincare doesn't stop at your hairline. And, you know, the whole concept of a healthy scalp um, is something that I just do not understand why I haven't really been focusing on in my in my life. So for me, uh, we're in a very great area of great hair care, but also the market has really changed quite dramatically in health and beauty. And very premium brands, Sisley, for example, an amazing skincare brand, have just bought out hair care. Um, and where we've been saying hair care is the new skincare, they're saying the same thing. Hair care is the new anti-aging skincare. So I think the education for, from a consumer standpoint is key. Um, and yeah, I'm very happy to be in a in an area that's growing and really fulfilling customer needs of where people in the past, I think have been quite uneducated, me included, on the benefits of quality hair care that is going to make your hair thicker, um, stronger, and, and really give it more of a condition. In the same way that you would treat your skin, you've got to be able to have the right products to treat your hair to have those anti-aging benefits too. I'm actually chuckling to myself inside, Roz, as I participate in this interview with you because when I was a 26-year-old man, I had glowing blonde hair and carefully manicured. I used to use all the best shampoos, conditioners, hairsprays and mousses. As I speak to you now as a 50-year-old man, I have no hair whatsoever. But I do know my wife is a completely passionate trier of various different hair products looking for that one that gives perfection. So I think it's fair to say that Many people, men and women, actually regard their hair so importantly. It plays such an important part of their daily life, doesn't it? You know, it's so true. And actually, there were some studies done in the U.S. Uh, so this is based on American women, that they have something like three bad hair days a week. Um, and don't quote me on these numbers, but it's like something like 20% of your life you have a bad hair day. And... Um, it, I think that is actually something that has just has not been focused on as it, as within the industry, with it, certainly within the direct selling industry. And, you know, how many of us women particularly go and spend a fortune with our hairdressers having our hair cut? Yeah. Majority of us have it colored. And then we go home and then we put the wrong products on our hair because we just don't know what to use. And I think actually for us in the UK, we have a huge opportunity because 
Um, and in America, hairdressers are really good at link selling products in. Um, in the UK, beauty therapists and hairdressers are not very good at link selling products. Um, so I think there's a really big opportunity for us to, to help people have the right product to, to make their you know, salon experience last longer. I, I can truly say my hair, since I've been using the products really since last October, my hair is in better condition than it's ever been. Um, it's growing quicker. Um, the color is holding stronger. Um, and, you know, yeah, I can honestly see the benefits of having proper hair care that I, in truth, never really used before. I'll own up. Soros, of course, you're in the direct selling sector, so of course what underpins your operation is direct selling focus. Can I ask you about your target audience? So what would be your ideal person? Is it someone who is working in a hairdressing salon or a salon owner, or could it be just a passionate young mum or even a man that's passionate about hair? Who are you looking to bring into Monet Global? Well, already we have over 500, almost 600 people in just, well, a month, basically, which is phenomenal. And having met a lot of people at roadshows that we've been doing up and down the country, um, been to, we'll actually go to Scotland next week, but, yeah, we've been really up and down. Um, it's such a mix. Yes, we do have some hairdressers. Um, yes, we have people who um, maybe have dabbled in other companies within the direct selling industry. But actually what I'm so pleased to see also is that we have people coming into our company who have never been in direct selling. And that has that's good and bad. It has challenges as well because we're having to go back to basics of this is how you um, this is how you look to sponsor and this is how you look to build a customer base. So for us it's it's sort of a mix. I would say in addition we have got a nice, healthy um, percentage of men. It's not just women. We've got men coming in. Um, and that's predominantly because, a bit like you, really, they've had hair that uh, is no longer their crowning glory. So um, they have, they've seen um, different results uh, from people who've been using the products in the States and in Canada and have wanted to try it, have been using the product, have seen the benefits, the hair, the hair is definitely thicker, and um, they want to be able to sell the product too. So I would say it's men and women. I would say it is um, uh, just people who want to earn some extra money. And, and you know, I would also say it, you can never judge who wants to join a company. It can be products. It can be the fact they want recognition. It can be the fact they need to earn some money. Um, it can also be culture. It, you know, there's so many different reasons. But at the moment, I would say the 600 people we've got on board um, come from a very wide range of backgrounds, which I think is going to be very healthy for us. Well, the fact that you've already got to $300 million turnover since 2014 and have recruited over 500 people already in double quick time suggests to me that you have a great product. One of the things about direct selling generally is the industry promises and delivers great products. So what can you tell me in a bit more detail about the Monet Global products, Roz? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, for me, it was always important that the product was great because yeah, I've got. I have my own reputation uh, that I want to protect as well. So for me to to know that the products were really good and having tested them, the returns rate on the product is less than two percent, 
Um, and bearing in mind the company has a 30-day money-back guarantee is just really testimony to the fact that the product works and people love it. The other thing about the product, it's really interesting, and I, I, I sort of know these stats off by heart now because I've been doing the roadshows um, for the last three weeks. But within the company in the States, they have over, I think it's 700,000 now, VIP customers. And VIP customers are those people who are on a flex ship. It's not an auto ship. It's a very different terminology. It's a flex ship where they can decide whether they have a monthly delivery or not. So they've got 700,000 people on as VIPs who on average order six times a year. So, you know, you, you've obviously seen and heard my background. I am a consumer champion. I love having a working for a brand that is very customer centric. So, you know, the products are really key. The products actually it's probably worth stepping back a, a, a couple of steps. What does actually, where does Monate come from? Monate came from um, a play on words, which is modern nature. So the MO from modern and, and obviously NAT from nature. Um, and the products are, have been de- developed by um, actually their own in-house uh, laboratories. Um, in fact, the guy who runs it, I'm very proud to say, is Scottish. So um, he he's obviously, he's a good guy. So um <laughs> He's got a lot of reputa- strong reputation in the industry. And what they've done, they've really combined uh, the best of both worlds, natural ingredients combined with high-tech performing ingredients that enable us to make the claims that we make on our, on our hair care and also skincare products. So very focused on anti-aging, focused on four key ingredients um, one is uh, an ingredient called rejuvenique, which is uh, a combination of 13 oils, which really helps to uh, improve the, the, the scalp, uh, make it more healthy, which ultimately helps to I- improve hair condition as well. Uh, there's ingredients in there like capixel is one of the main ingredients, procatiline and crodazorb, um, all really good ingredients that help um Thicken hair, add natural shine, protect color, protect the color, which is a really good one. Um, and because obviously this combination, it's all adding to that anti-aging hair benefit. Um, there's no nasties in the formulas, which I was always pleased to see, having obviously de- developed product myself over a many number of years. Um, you know, modern formulas do not need to contain harsh salt systems. They don't need to contain uh, phthalates or, you know, any of those sort of ingredients that are in other formulas. They just do not need to contain them. And in addition, the company, um, and it was something I felt very strongly about, it had always, it always said it was, and actually was, uh, had never tested on animals, but had never applied to Leaping Bunny, and um, applied to Leaping Bunny, and very quickly um, was Leaping Bunny approved, um, which is actually probably the high, in fact, it's the highest accreditation of um, non-animal testing that you can do because you have to be able to support that you know the, the sort of provenance of, of where your ingredients come from. So, yes, it's sort of ticking all the right boxes. And actually, the other thing I always forget to say, which is a big thing, very strong trend at the moment, is the products are vegan. So we're, we're really catering to a very wide audience on product needs. It sounds to me like there's an awful lot of intelligent science behind the products. How many products are actually in the range? 
Oh, gosh. Now, that's a good question. In the UK, um, we're launching with a pretty capsule range, I would say, to start with, of about 17 products. Um, And that was purely because uh, we want people to understand the basics first. So um, we have three main systems um, of hydration, of volume, and um, densifying. And from there, then we have supplementary products. I mean, we've got a great product that's coming out very, very soon after we've launched called Rejuva Beads, which is amazing. I mean, this this is my, like, hero product because it's been clinically proven um, when you apply the product to seal uh, split ends of up to three millimeters. So however much we try to you know, all keep our hair in good condition. And obviously our products definitely help this enormously with the use of tongs and hair dryers and all the other things us women particularly do, we do encounter split ends. So this product, you just apply smooth through the ends of the hair. It will seal the split ends, as I say, up to three millimeters, which is quite big actually. Um, And it lasts for about two to three washes. So um, we have products like that. In addition, the U.S. has a very wide range of products, and I'm being quite particular about we have the ones we have over here, um, because I want, as I say, to be able to um, do proper product education when we bring some of those um, items in. The, the, I was in San Francisco, gosh, about a month ago um, for the leadership event, which was exciting because that's when we we actually announced we were going live in the U.K. And um, the product team did a brilliant job of launching their newest range, which is Color Enhance. Um, And it's for uh, platinum blondes, blondes, and for brunettes. And my gosh, those products are amazing. Um, Again, all the lovely benefits of the products, but um, you can see quite an immediate difference in the highlighting of the hair with those three products. Very clever formulas. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm very lucky. I'm party to all the other developments that are going on behind the scenes. Um, but I can't share that with anyone right now. Oh, absolutely. I completely understand the need for product confidentiality. Let's call it. I have to say I'm on the website now looking at the products and the website is superb. Credit to you. Very well designed, very clean, smooth customer journey. Thinking about the types of people that you'd like to try and get involved in Monet Global, I'm talking now more about kind of characteristics, mindset. Talk us through what you're looking for, Roz, in that regard. Yeah, good point. Um, I think it's people who, first of all, it's men and women. Let's be clear on that. You know, I actually have worked for companies that have been predominantly female orientated. In fact, at Virgin Cosmetics, we really didn't have any guys um, because it was makeup. So um, hair care really does transcend both genders, which is which is a great thing. So men and women, I would say, um, and I can and I can sort of use some examples of where we've, you know, the people that we've had join our business already. They have joined because they have loved the culture. They've seen the culture. They've heard about the culture. I, I, in fairness, they've probably also first and foremost seen and heard about the product um, through recommendations through recommendations of friends and family, maybe in the States, but also where they have had thinning hair, um, and that's men and it's women as well. And the women thinning hair is a bit of a taboo subject. Um, You know, no one wants to talk about it, but actually as we get older, many of us 
find our hair thins and it's probably one of the most distressing things that can come come up as well so i think there are people who've joined because they've seen the product they've seen they've been looking for something that's going to thicken their hair and repair their hair in some way and to you know they, they like the product from that standpoint there also are people who've come from the industry who have recognized that this is um, a serious player on the block. It's new, newish, three years old, four years old, three and a half years old. Um, but in addition, one of the things the company is very generous around is for Europe, we have something called a European Founders Pool. And um, and whenever I say this to Stuart, he's heard me say this a couple of times. He's my boss. He's like, no, you're not going in the field. But actually, from a field perspective, this is such a, a rich incentive. So um, people who join uh, up until, let's say people who join up until April 2019, so just over a year away, and become one of our ranks, which is called Market Mentor. And Market Mentor is when actually they then start qualifying for their car program. And for the UK, we have uh, Range Rovers or Land Rovers uh, or Jaguars. So we're trying to keep it as British as possible. Yeah, exactly. I think it's owned by Indian company now, but it feels very British. Um, And at that level, they um, are eligible to participate in a European pool, which is 1% of total European commissionable revenue. So it's not just UK revenue, it's total European. So um, as you can imagine, uh, there is quite um, an interest in me going into other European countries so that people can can reap the rewards of, a, of all European 1% of total European commissionable revenue. Um, for those people who've joined before the 30th of April and then become a market mentor, they have the additional opportunity to earn an extra share because they are real pioneers in the business. So with that program, going full circle back to your question, that European pool has attracted some really key players from the industry who um you know recognize the the value the the value of um uh the last quarter in america so this was what was this october november december and it gets paid out quarterly so october november december got paid out in january of this year and a share was just over six thousand us dollars um and yeah so there it's a really rich program so it's attracted people along that front but i also think it's attracted and i i would not even think i i know this from the people that i've met it's attracted people who um want to earn some extra money they don't they, they don't want to sell skincare because they don't want to do facials. They don't want to do makeup because they don't feel they can do makeup. Hair care, you don't have to demonstrate hair care. You just have to sell the benefits. And also, if you've got great hair, often people are going to ask you, you know, what have you been using? So, um, yeah, we're attracting a really wide mix of people, um, early 20s to much older, I would say, men and women. Some are professional hairdressers, some have not been hairdressers, some have got blotty locks, some have got um, hair problems they want to have treated. So I think there's there's sort of a combination of people. Um, But one of the things I would say is everyone I've met has been so nice. 
Um, we definitely have attracted lovely people who, from a culture standpoint, and it's something I've worked really hard on over the last few weeks with my team, is, you know, we, we, are, we are who we are. We don't try to be different people in work versus outside of work. Um, and we are here to, to help our field team be very successful. So I think they have acknowledged that from a culture standpoint, we've already given a lot of recognition and we've only really got going, um, that it's very much a, a teamwork that you, you can't really tell who's corporate and who's in the field. It's, it's a really lovely atmosphere. I think it's fair to say that nowadays people like authenticity. What I mean by that is when a company states certain philosophies and values, the individuals that get involved like to know that if they scratch back that veneer, that's exactly what the company is about. Would that be fair? Um, absolutely. And, I, you know, I, I am obviously going to do my, my hardest to replicate what the US have done, which is, Always, and, and it's surprise and delight. I mean, the, the, the company um, paid out commissions a day early, um, which we always like um, because that's surprising people. It adds on amazing incentives for people. Um, the perks that people have when they either go to events or, um, or incentive trips are really second to none. And again, that feels, it goes back to my Virgin Day, Virgin B days. You know, we, we that was the mantra we lived by. Um, and you know, not all companies a can afford to do that or have the desire to do that. So I do feel that I'm in a very lucky position to to be here and to be able to influence the direction um, of the company in in the UK and Europe following the really great blueprint that the US have, have sort of set their mark on already. The one thing that jumps out at me is that in things such as hair care, when someone is really passionate about the way their hair looks and how they style it, and they find a product that works, that helps them have a good hair day more often than not, the person that's buying that product, they're going to just carry on buying it. I know, casting my mind back to when I was 26, there were certain products that I used to buy, and I would only buy them because they did the trick. They made my hair look the way that I wanted it to look. So with a business in mind, you surely, people want to be involved in a business where someone buys the product and wants to keep on buying it because they fall in love with the product. And the residual income that can come from that is exactly what people want from a business. You know, it is. And, you know, and it's a business uh, that, I, that I love being in. You know, I, having worked in cosmetics and skincare, if you find great skincare, you don't budge from it. Um, you know, there are certain retail brands that I am going to be loyal to forever. Hair care, I don't think, I don't think people have been necessarily loyal to hair care because I don't think they've ever found the right product on the high street. Um, and from an education standpoint, you know, if you go into, if you go into a department store, but if you go into Boots and look at the hair care aisle, my gosh, it's so confusing. Um, I think it's very hard for, for you know, an average consumer and I put myself in this bracket to go into um, uh, boots for argument's sake and try and find a product that's going to be right for their hair type because it invariably it won't be um, so for us from a from a product training standpoint uh, and education I do think we have we have a big a big gap to fill but also you know I've got I've also got the benefit of having really good results that have come out from the states and as i said you know our vips 
purchase on average six times a year, that is your residual income that you're talking about. It's there. Indeed, absolutely. Okay, Roz, moving on to your experience of direct selling. You've obviously worked for major brands. You've mentioned Body Shop, Virgin, and now Monet Global. Tell us your experience of how you've seen the direct selling industry and the various opportunities within it help to transform some people's lives. Oh, yeah, this is this is the one I, I you know, when I, I tend to sometimes get a bit emotional about this one because um, I have seen people, and, and it has been predominantly women, but I actually know it as men as well, who come into the industry because they need to earn money. Predominantly, that is the number one reason why people join. They need to earn money. But at the same time, they come in, they their confidence is not. In many, many instances, more instances than I care to recall, most people have never had any recognition in their lives. Um, you know, they may have worked for a big organization in the, you know, normal business world. Um, they could have been at a company 10, 20 years, never really had a pat on the back, never had a well done or any recognition. And, and that's the thing that I think I is so special about the direct selling industry that we we live and we breathe recognition and supporting people on their journeys um so i've seen i know i would hate to name names but i've seen women predominantly uh, come up on stage for their first time ever in their lives and they are literally shaking they are shaking because they've never had that moment themselves and and then what I love is that within a very short space of time, six months, nine months or whatever, they're transformed into a person who is comfortable with speaking in public. Not everyone, you know, most of us, I think that that's one of the biggest things that people fear, I think, isn't it? Speaking in public. Yeah, and definitely, yeah. <laughs> but, but they can do it and they do it so eloquently and in such a compelling way. So... I love seeing people transformed around on that front. Also, the financial freedom. Um, and uh, again, this is this is a bit of a uh, a good and bad story. I've seen um, women predominantly have the benefit of financial freedom, and it's a fifty-fifty. In some cases, um, in some cases, unfortunately, their husbands or partners don't like them having that financial freedom and so they do split up i've seen a lot of that happen unfortunately but i've also let's talk about the positive side i've also seen that the men in their lives um uh really embrace it and really support them and really help them go further i having done the road shows as i say we've done 11 road shows in the last three weeks um there was an American lady came over, really lovely lady called uh, Miranda, who lives, I think she lives in Oklahoma. And she came over with her husband and her little girl. And oh my gosh, she talked about the, the, the opportunity she had to A, get her husband out of his job um, that he hated and to be able to travel the world um, and with their little girl as well. I mean, they know that's not going to be able to happen for much longer because the little girl's going to go to school but the opportunity that this industry brings I, I think is is quite special the other thing i would say is you know i have i've had so many lifelong friends from the industry and the beauty of social media is 
so often I see photos, good and bad photos, I hasten to add, um, pop up on my news feed of past memories of seven, eight, three years ago, um, of different things that we did, whether it was um, uh, an event, whether it was an experience like going to Victoria Falls or... Um, Rio, we did an amazing trip to Rio once and oh my gosh we had this plane, we were right at the top of Cocovado Mountain and um, we had a little biplane go past carrying a, a banner saying welcome uh, to Virgin V, I mean it was really quite quite such a special special thing and that's what you end up you share that experience with other people but you sometimes money cannot buy those experiences that you share with people, which is why I'm very lucky. I've got a lot of lifelong friends from the industry. So, yeah, it's uh, it is a very special industry. And I truly don't think I can't think of another industry where you can um, enable someone to really go right to the top if they put the work in but also to be recognized all the way through at whatever level you're at. So, yeah, it's very. I love this industry, as you can tell. <laughs> Moving on to the UK Direct Selling Association, which has played a pivotal part in direct selling for over 50 years now. How important a role do you feel that the DSA plays from your personal perspective in driving the progress of direct selling? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good point. Um, I was a DSA board member for, gosh, quite a few years, um, a little while ago. And one of the first things that we did when we set up uh, Monate Global UK was apply to be um, a member. So we're currently a prospective member and we'll go to full membership as, as quickly as we can um, as we can get it all done. Um, but it's a really important body. And I think... Having been behind the scenes, it's a body that is very professional and at the end of the day wants to help nurture and support the industry that we're in and make it um, wider known in terms of the opportunities that exist. I think think not only than that, I mean, the the DSA supplier part of the the. Um, organization is really special. We've used um, DSA-approved suppliers in legal, uh, in recruitment, and in um, and actually in some of the print materials that we've also done. So we tend to use uh, DSA-approved member suppliers where we can, which is really good. But bigger than that, there are there are a couple of the, the the from the ethics side of the DSA. There's a couple of the really codes that are so important one being the the consumer code of conduct which again you know my background i'm so for champion consumers um and this actually the, the dsa code actually protects the consumer more than if they were buying from a retail store so i think that's a really important thing to note and then from a business um code of conduct Again, it tries to to really protect the company's um, uh, members that it has. So the so their distributors or uh, partners or whatever whatever everyone calls the, calls them our, our people in our company something slightly different. But it really does protect them by ensuring that they have proper um, partner agreements. They've got a very clear cancellation. Obviously, in the UK, we have our £200 rule, which, let's be honest, at times, 
can be really annoying, but yep. at times is actually most of the time it is there to protect the person from getting overexcited and wanting to um, have the biggest possible kit they, they can get. I, we actually use the 200 pound rule to our advantage by, by training people to come in and join on the, like the entry kit and then really learning about their business in that next seven days and then having the opportunity to upgrade after that. Because I do think it's, there's so much to take on board if you're new to the industry. You need to do it in bite-sized chunks. So, yeah, for me, for me, the DSA is um, a really important um, part of the process, which is why um, we didn't have to, but it was very important for us that we, we have applied to be full members. Final question for you, Rosalind. Fascinating to listen to oh. you with so much passion about the industry and the new <laughs> company that you're working with. What is your message to anyone listening to this interview who may be considering the opportunity for bringing in some extra income or, in fact, a completely new career from direct selling? What would you say to those listeners? Mm, gosh, okay. I would say um, there are some great companies out there, but what I would say is make sure the company that you join has got the right fit for you. Um, and I always do this. I'm do, I do the same when I think about who I'm going to recruit from a corporate level. Who do I want to travel with? Who do I want to be stuck on a train with or a plane with? Think about the people that you want to be part of, who who add something to you um, and, and, and make it a good fit. So for me, it's about having the right fit for you in terms of people, um, product, um, and if you've got the right product that is uh, able to be resold, has got a consumable part to it, then in a way the compensation plan is slightly irrelevant um, as long as it's a fair compensation plan. And I've seen compensation plans that drive the wrong behavior. For me, I would recommend people join a company that is very customer-centric um, because that is going to give you a long-term sustainable business. And, you know, my last thing to say would be, and, I, and I'm picking the words from, you know, our chairman, um, don't be afraid to dream big. You know, this industry is the only industry that, it, apart from actually running your own business with all the overheads and hassle and everything else, that goes attached with that this is the only industry that really if you put the hours and the work in you can achieve just amazing things so dream bigger um, as much as you possibly can would be my advice well it's been a great pleasure to speak to you today and already a company just a few years old turning over 300 million dollars sounds like you're capturing the imagination of lots of people in the united kingdom and europe we look forward to catching up with you in a year's time to find out just how much further your brand has gone thank you so much yes we'll definitely uh be uh working through our european expansion plans by then so i'd love to speak again and thank you so much really good question thank you it's time for the Valuable Tip of the Month from DSA Today. In this feature, we share business and technology tips that have the potential to increase your efficiency, saving you time and money. Listen carefully now for this week's Valuable Tip of the Month. I think this week's Valuable Tip of the Month will be one that people are going to find incredibly useful on a day-to-day -day basis. 
Now, I'd be the first one to admit that since the improvements to smartphones and the increased internet speed and the fact that we can now get very affordable phone packages that mean we can do most things from our mobile phones, including viewing videos, without having to worry about the astronomical expensive bill at the end of the month, I, like many people, I suspect, have become a little bit addicted to my smartphone. The challenge is that today's smartphones do so many different things. They are no longer just a mobile phone. In the old days, a mobile phone was just that. You could make phone calls, send text messages. Some of the better ones had a calculator and maybe a few games, but that was about it. Nowadays, the phones are almost as powerful as some laptop computers, and I personally know dozens of people who, who literally run their business from their smartphone. With all of that in mind, it can be challenging to stay on top of all the information that we're either sent or we find ourselves surfing and finding on the internet. Now, the nature of my own business means that I get sent lots of information where people have directed me to certain websites, or I might be doing my own desktop research for some of the articles that I produce, and that requires me to visit multiple different research websites and information sources. It can be very difficult to actually find some of the information that you once uncovered, You'll have lost the website, and that's very frustrating if you can't find your way back to a valuable piece of information that you found online. It's for this reason that today's valuable tip of the month will be really invaluable. There'll never need to be a scenario where you lose that link to that website or a specific page on that website any longer. So this week's tip of the month is a website and an app called Pocket. You can find the website by going to pocket.com, P-O-C-K-E-T.com. And whether you are an Android or an Apple phone user, you can also get the Pocket app. Simply pop the words Pocket, P-O-C-K-E-T, into the search, and you'll find the app comes up pretty much top of the list in both stores. So what does Pocket do? Well, it means that when you find that website that you intend to revisit, whether that be from your mobile phone, your tablet, or your desktop PC, you can save it to Pocket with just a few clicks and go back and revisit it whenever you want. So if you're using the internet and you're a Google Chrome user, you can also get an extension that sits on your toolbar. And When you find some information on a website that you want to revisit later, you simply click on the little Pocket icon and it will save that article and that link to that website for you so you can access it from your desktop or your mobile phone. You can replicate exactly the same experience using your mobile phone or your tablet PC. So if you find something that you want to save because you want to read it later or you want to share it with someone at some future point, you simply use the share option on your mobile phone, scroll down to the pocket option and click on that and the link will be saved for you to go and revisit in the future. The good news is that the Pocket app is free and use of the website and the Chrome extension is also free. However, as with most things, there is an option to upgrade to remove things such as adverts and to get some of the more advanced features for a price of around $45 per annum. I'll leave it for you to explore and decide whether the free version or the premium version is best suited to your own circumstances. One thing is for certain, with the sheer volume of information that most of us are finding and wanting to save through our mobile phones and computers, this tool is something that I find totally invaluable, and I'm sure you will too. So as a reminder to sign up to this valuable service, you can go to getpocket.com 
and the corresponding app for your smartphone. Simply search the Google Play or the Apple Store for Pocket, P-O-C-K-E-T. That concludes our podcast for the month of March 2018. It really was delightful to speak to someone with the vast direct selling experience of Ros Simmons. And if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you'll find other Direct Selling Today podcasts of equally useful information and various other brands and personalities from the UK Direct Selling Association. You'll find the Direct Selling Today podcast in the iTunes store and also on the popular podcast search engines such as such as Stitcher, Pocket Casts and TuneIn Radio. Until the month of April 2018, the only thing that remains for me to do is to thank you for investing your time to listen to today's Direct Selling Today podcast. If you've enjoyed it, why not give us a positive review and why not share the link to this podcast with other people so that they can find out more about what's going on in the wonderful industry of direct selling. You have been listening to the DSA Today podcast, the official audio show from the Direct Selling Association in the United Kingdom. Be sure to listen out for next month's episode. And why not follow our news updates via our Facebook page? Simply search Direct Selling Association UK. 